If I should stutter on a word considered check out the brand new radio show called consider this radio aired live every sunday at noon on webr radio fairfax visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage great articles featuring today's hot topics you can even learn about your community that's considerthis.org get to know nikia community organizer radio producer education advocate volunteer and much much more consider this radio show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? Hello, hello. This is Africa been singing and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I took a little break, but now I'm back. Better than ever, celebrating three years of radio. Thank you to every and anyone that has ever tuned into the show for making us a success. I'm paying homage to all of the beautiful women in my life that has guided me in some form or fashion or beat me one of the two it was either a guide or a whooping <laughs> but it was one of the two throughout my journey that has cultivated the woman you guys know as misunderstood today i have a very important show this joint is probably going to be like a seven part series right here um especially due to the topic of financial literacy and how as a people we just going to get it together um moses aka musa is going to help you out with this coming up next don't you guys go anywhere we're going to get facebook live for all of the facebook live listeners um up in one second and until then i need you guys to practice this joint is by pj morton the number is 703-560-8255 again the number is 703-560-8255 I'm glad Facebook isn't up right now because you will see all of the shenanigans going on in the background. 
don't you guys go anywhere. I'm going to get my whole life together in about four minutes. We'll be right back right after this. When I need to grow my business, I use Fiverr. I found a designer for my logo, a programmer for my website, writers for my content. There are tons of talented freelancers in over 150 categories, and you don't need endless meetings or price negotiations. It's nothing complicated. Just search, click, and you're done. I love the results so much, I even got the logo tattooed on my arm. Sorry. Wrong arm. Stop dreaming and find your- Hey, Dad. I need your help asking Jessica to prom. Of course. Love is like the ocean. You have to tread the Oh, waters. Dad, that's not the kind of help I needed. Hey, Jessica. I, um, will you go to prom with me? Yes. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care can't wait to share their first with you. Want to learn more about our guest? A Minute with Misunderstood is next on Consider This Radio. 
Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio, only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I hope you guys have had a productive two weeks, and I'm prayerful that you actually miss me and was wondering where I've been. You know, they say you need to do a little bit of self-care. I guess that's what I did. I lied to Musa, though, because I haven't been to get my facial yet, but we're going to talk about that later on in the show. <laughs> right now, though, we have the female Moses, Harriet Tubman, the financial freedom fighter, Musa Walker, is in the building. How are you today? I am in Incredible. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is so live. Yes. I am loving it. This is so dope. I'm <laughs> glad that you could um, make it out and join me on talking about so many different important and yes. unspoken yes. topics that we're going to get into later. But more importantly, I want people to know about Musa. Period. Before we even get to the freedom fighting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> How did you get started? Like, in life, what was your journey to the point of now? That's Ooh. the that's the best question. I don't know if we can do this in an hour, but <laughs> I'm going to do my best. First of all, Jersey is in the building. Yes. Um, my name, Musu, is actually Liberian. So my father came here to the United States um, escaping war. In Liberia right mm. before it broke out. Yes. Mm. So he came here. Um, the name is coming from my grandmother. Uh, Musu means strong woman. So I'm living every day in that power. Yes. <laughs> so that created the freedom, freedom fighter that you see right now. The financial freedom fighter. Um, born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. Um, in poverty. My mm -hmm. mother was born in Newark, New Jersey, um, overcame addiction. Uh, again, my father coming straight from Liberia, you know, no money, no family, nothing. By God's grace, they, you know, met each other and had me and my sister. Yeah. Uh, so it was a struggle, you know, growing up in uh, the projects of Newark, New Jersey, not understanding finances at all. Um, going straight from undergraduate Boys and Girls Club, you know, having my community behind me and knowing that I wanted to be a force for change. Mm -hmm. uh, living through a lot of homicides. Mm -hmm in Newark, New Jersey, losing a lot of friends at a very young age and um, learning grief very early and mm. not understanding what exactly that word meant until I was in a position to um, basically figure out my foundation. Um, for a long time, I was leaning on my mother and family members as my foundation, and I had to find God for myself. Um, in that passion, I came to Howard University. Whoop, whoop, yes. H-U, you know. The real one, right? The real H-U. <laughs> <laughs> I am an alumna, Howard University 2013, um, biology and chemistry. Mm -hmm. And during my uh, graduate years, I lost a few family members. And that really brought financial education to my feet <laughs> before I even knew that I needed to even address that. Um, so I had a lot of people, you know, passing away left and right. And mm -hmm. it was like, what do we do about this? You know, every time someone passed it felt like it was at least taking five years for us to regain our financial stability not yeah. even freedom so with that being said I had to really sit down and reorganize my life and say you know how do I move forward and become successful while understanding a financial platform yeah. so I came directly into financial uh, services three years ago my first initial thought was that I was going to go to grief counseling and figure out how to overcome the losses that I experienced in grief counseling, that transitioned into learning about life insurance okay. and why that was a foundation that my family was missing. And yes. now, before we go further, <laughs> I want to I want to hone in on one thing that is very important. Yes, you are a Howard alumni. Yes, you 
I have a major in bio- biology and engineering. And chemistry. And chemistry. Yes. And now you're in financial freedom. Yes. The one thing that I always tell people about the beauty of the creator mm-hmm. is he does what he want to do. Okay. Because you went from one extreme. Yes. Th- which is really an extreme, yes. right? To another <laughs> extreme. Yes. Yes. And it wasn't necessarily your goal or your plan. Mm. It happened. So let's talk about the beauty of yes. the creator and oh. how things just happen. Absolutely. Because I know um, people always ask me about radio. My major isn't communications. It's mm. public health. Got you. I didn't know that. <laughs> so a lot of people always wonder how you get radio. It honestly just happened. I literally right. had woke up one day. I was living with my sister at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to the show. Right. And then from there, God just worked. Mm. Because I always let people know that God can't move if you don't move. That's right. If you don't get up, nothing is going to happen. So, yes, your life is panned out before you. Right. But in, in that, you have what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? And we make those decisions. Yes. But from you having the degree that mm-hmm. you have, the education that you have. Yes. And you still chose to be about the people. Yes. And yes. I know that you were surrounded by death and things of that nature. But what was, or do you have an aha moment? Oh, yeah. On when you decided to not utilize your degree mm. to the fullest extent mm-hmm. to going in to try to convince people. Gotcha. That's you, that's that that's that fighter right there. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? To be honest, I've always been someone who went completely against the grain. Mm-hmm. And what I had to realize is that, you know, biology, sciences, that is my love and my spirit and my found and my I would say um it's in my heart. Right. And I had to figure out how do I do what I love most? Hmm. Because no matter what industry you're in, you're going to have to know about finances, period. (laughs) Either you're going to do it voluntarily or life is going to push you into a direction where you're going to have to get some things figured out. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I always believe in being proactive instead of reactive. So I had to sit down and say, if this is what I love and this is what I truly want to do, how do I take out all of the roadblocks, of course, with God's help and figure out that foundation? finances were at the pit the absolute bottom Hmm. of everything that was happening so I I was in the middle of this huge abyss and I had to figure out okay why why do I keep getting to this bottom (laughs) you know what I mean it was like I was trying to move forward and I always had like this quick reset button and I realized that the weakness or the the yeah the weakness that we were not addressing was finances so even though chemistry biology is a love it's not necessarily on a back burner it's just this is just my way all the way to the top (laughs) So I'm going to use both and merge them so that they create something bigger. And that's going to be for the next talk. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But I I, I really I truly believe no matter what industry people are in, you really need to understand finances because you can go four years, eight years of college. And no matter what your discipline is, if no one sits down and speaks to you about business, finances, any of that, you're going to be lost. Student loans, everything, no matter what you major in, you're going to have to understand money. Uh And so I understood that I wanted to be an entrepreneur that came, I would say, yeah, about two and a half years ago um I was online and I was reading up just some different options for myself I said okay how do I use you know finances and business how do I use finances and biology and chemistry you know how can I merge all of these different things like you said these are two very very extreme fields uh-huh. the only way that I could was as an entrepreneur uh-huh. so I said okay entrepreneurship I'm gonna need some money yes <laughs> I'm gonna need that foundation set so that's how I went into my industry uh-huh. yeah <laughs> Because I think ultimately a lot of the times when failing is not bad. 
Oh no. Failure is Let's the, get into that. <laughs> yeah, failure is the idea of to me not not going in on your purpose. Mm. Um I've done a lot of things that maybe I shouldn't have done mm-hmm. in regards to like work or right. you stay somewhere too long. You stay in a relationship too long. It doesn't matter what it is. Right. But you have to be able to know when it's time to Oh, we have a call. I'm sorry to be so alarmed. No problem. I was like, oh, it's a light. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take the call. Hold yes. on one second. Hello, you're live on Consider This Radio. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank ah, you. <laughs> thank <yes>. you. <laughs> How are you today? Excellent. How I'm doing well. I'm going to try to get your Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You too. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that was cute because that, that was, was unexpected. That was amazing. <laughs> but thank you. Yes. Perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about failure. I know, right? <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you just stay in stuff too long. And I'm in the transition of that right mm. now. I hate to say it, but okay. I am. Um, That's okay. So it's good that you were able to transition yes. out of it. Mm-hmm. And be okay with that. Because oh the, God, the yes. transition could have you roommating. Yeah. It true. could leave you without a car. Right. Right. You may not be able to go to all of the concerts mm-hmm. you want to go mm-hmm. to. But you, ha- I tell people on a daily basis and even remind myself, you have to make the sacrifice. Yeah. Absolutely. Because... That one year mm-hmm. of sacrifice mm-hmm. is going to lend you a lifetime right. of promise. Right. And we talked about that on the way over here. And I definitely yes. want you to, to hit on that when we get into the financial freedom aspect of yes. it. But that was definitely brave of you. Can you can you talk about maybe a couple of moments where you was like, uh-uh, I'm about to use this degree. Oh, yeah. Instead of stepping out. Did you have any of those moments where you were oh, like, oh, gosh. no. So many. And I just want to say I love the word failure as soon as you said it I said oh we about to really go there yeah (laughs) and when I speak to people and I um, tell them my story it might look like failure after failure after failure but we have to keep in mind failure is the way to success it's not the opposite Hmm. you know what I mean and because we have this artificial and unrelatable you know misconceivable conception of what failure is we're put we're setting ourselves up for it because i know that jk Rowland, she said one thing very very important when she was uh speaking for our harvard university for their commencement and she was basically saying you know if you don't feel hard and feel strong basically you're failing by default hmm. in life hmm. because you're not giving yourself the opportunity to grow you know when you go to the gym what's that failure you know what i mean you're pushing your muscles past its normal perception point and so if you're not pushing yourself past the limit and you're not trying to reach out and be brave and have and believe in yourself i mean failure is complete belief in yourself hmm. you know you have to jump for you to have anything and you know what i always tell people failure is not doing anything oh yeah that's failure that's failure absolutely me absolutely me trying three thousand different jobs Come on or or ideas yes. is not failure yes because i did it absolutely not doing anything knowing that you're great yes and that you're dope and that you're yes. the bomb yes. that's failure and you're black girl magic come on because you know what let's let's look at all the greats you know what i mean no no one who's been absolutely great that we've idolized 
None of them have never failed. They've all felt tremendously, hmm. much more than we ever have. And you know? in the limelight. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. So that that's so now you have the pressure on top of you. You have the anxiety. You know, just, just so many different components that we don't even live through. So we can't be so hard on ourselves. We need to embrace failure. We need to receive it. And we need to actually aim for it. I'm going to throw two plugs out there, um, two books that everyone should read consistently. The first one is The Alchemist, uh, Paulo Coelho. You have to read it. The second one is Go for the No. Yes is the No. Oh, excuse me. Go for the No. Yes is the journey. No is how you get there. Okay, so you need to understand, you know, these are books written by just, I mean, incredible minds. You know, even if we go all the way to outliers. That's, you know, it says you need 10,000 hours to be great. You know, how many times are you going to fail in those 10,000 hours to get to your purpose? You have to believe in yourself and the bravery. And I always tell people, you know, um, I might be going to side of your question. That's but, okay. uh, <laughs> one thing, I think my bravest moment, and I always uh, tell people this, and this was a foundation of failure as well, um, when my mother passed away. Mm. I was 21 years old. My junior year at Howard University. Um, no money. Remember, I'm coming to Howard University from the projects. I was actually living in the projects while I was a student when my mother passed away. Mm. Um, so student loans, everything else, I was paying out of pocket. I was denied of every loan, every student loan that I was ever applied for. Um, at that point, I was working, I think, three days a week uh, at TGI Fridays in Greenbelt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I got a phone call from my aunt one day, really random, having the hardest semester of my life and um, get a phone call saying, you know, you know, we, we've seen your mom really slow. We finally made her go to the hospital. Basically, she had a stroke on the right side of her body. And then we find out that it's stage four cancer, lung cancer. So this is in October of 2011. I'm in my junior year. You know, what do I do? At the end of the day, I was power of attorney over her life at 21 years old. I had to go home two months later. She passed away on December 13th. The day after I finished my semester, I had to plan a funeral, uh, a repass, and then I was back in school in January. That was the hardest time in my life, but two things that I kept next to me. I kept my faith in God, and I kept my faith in my career and my passions and who I am. Hmm. So if you don't have those hard moments, that will create you, you know what I mean? And it's it might look like failure to other people because people don't know what you go through. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we walk around here with these big smiles on our face and Instagram posts, but at the end of the day, you know who you are. And God know, knows who you are. because people always think I'm rich and I don't have no money. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe not even rich, just okay. Right, right. My nephew you know? just asked me for a phone. <laughs> who the, like, what do you... <laughs> What is, who am I? Right. Like, what, what energy am I giving off? The right energy. I'm probably way too confident right now. <laughs> like, I need to dial back some so people can stop asking me for stuff that I really don't have. Girl. I'd just be surprised. <laughs> Somebody will call you be like, do you have $500? Why? Right. You know you what? you think I have $500? You know why they think you have $500? I think I know why. Because you let the universe know what you want. Okay. And you let the universe know that you got millions in your pocket. And even though it might not be there right now, we know it's coming. <laughs> Is it coming? <laughs> well, I can't wait for it to get here. Yes. <laughs> so you got to read The Alchemist now. I need now. my Tesla. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta read the alchemist it's gonna all come back into a right. circle i'm i'm claiming it i'm claiming it but i don't claim got it, it. stop calling claim me it. i don't got it right claim now it. Uh, claim it. i don't know <laughs> um when we come yes. back though i do have five myths okay that are keeping people believing that they're broke mm, okay and um because I know you got it. Mm. Just want you to chime in on that. Okay. Let's and do it. And see what's real. I finally got Facebook together. So I'm about to go live in a okay. second. <laughs> 
That works. That works. Let's do but it. But we'll be right back right after this. Don't you guys go anywhere. We're getting ready to give you five tips. Okay. These are tips on money myths that keeping you broke. Mm. And we don't even know it. That's Which deep. is probably why people think I have money. Because <laughs> I'm not following any of these. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this break. We're going to get into a quick throwback with DJ Cool, the legend himself. Have you seen him in person? No. He's like 65 and look really good. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Black love it. is... Love it. This melanin, now, baby. You know it. You know it. <laughs> they couldn't pay me to be light-skinned. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Walking in all of mine. Y'all pay me to be light skin with all this melon and we got dripping over here. We'll be okay. right back right after this. Consider this radio. Freeze, y'all stop on the 
Misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Follow at Consider This on all social media platforms. And while you're at it, like our Facebook page. Yo, yo, this is DJ Bob. You rocking with Consider This. Consider that. Let's get it. good people we are back you are tuned in to consider this radio only on w ebr radio fair i forgot where i was at (laughs) (laughs) i forgot where i was at you got it (laughs) we are joined by the beautiful the chocolate the melanin dripping musa musu i called her musa before i'm just gonna call her Musu. Musu. I have to call you by your name. You want to know beautiful. my uh, jersey name? What's nickname? your jersey name? Mookie. Okay. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> if you are just tuning in or you're just now popping up on Facebook Live 1, wish me a happy anniversary. It's been yeah. three straight years, all right? We've been on WEBR Radio Fairfax. But not only that, I have the financial freedom fighter here all right you missed a little bit of a background but you can always check that out on tuesday where you can hear the full show on itunes and or soundcloud and right now what i want to do is get five tips Mm. from musu on myths that are keeping people broke okay okay? 
Let's do um, it. Do you have your own or you want to get into the article? I want to get into the article. Let's okay. see what's out there. Let's get into the article. So this is coming from one of my favorite sites, especially okay. with my tips. Okay. Um, XO Nicole, shout out to her. Okay, shout out to Nicole. Most people believe that myths, um, basically... Myths that keep telling yourself and believing things are true. You know, in the last three to five years, people have been buying into energy and positive vibes. Mm. And all of these things that prior to five years ago, they would call you crazy if you were saying it or you were different or you were odd. Right. Right. So now that's the thing. So what they're saying is your subconscious level Mm. will have you creating the life. Mm hmm that you actually have mm-hmm. whether it was intentional or not and i think a lot of us do things unintentional right when right. i look at things that i may deem as wrong or mistakes or as soon as i'm ready to blame somebody else for mm. what didn't go right right you have to take that as you have to take that responsibility to that it was unconscious that you did it on your own right because right. a lot of the times especially with women we have intuition mm-hmm. we know what's good and we know what's bad And we still keep doing it. Right. So they ended up coming up with a list in regards to your subconscious level that could be damaging your life because of your beliefs. So one of the beliefs is money is the root of all evil. They say that this is a myth Mm -hmm. and it's keeping you broke because you feel like you don't have to have money. Right. Mm. The truth is the love of money is the root of evil, not the not the not the presence of money mm-hmm. it's the absence of money that makes everything evil and then two we all live in a world and especially if you're in this dc metropolitan area you need money mm. <laughs> because rent is too much period so they're saying that when you think about it money is not the root of all evil you're kind of limiting yourself from keeping money because you want to always give money away they say as well as receiving it too because mm-hmm. you'll have some people that shy away from the gift of money because you feel like money is evil and that's not true. Right. Money is simply a resource that we can control. Instead of believing and saying that money is the root of all evil, replace it with this. A supporting belief. Money is a resource and a means to do good and live well. That's right. I agree completely. All right. Completely. Number two. Oh, can I make Go a ahead. comment? Of course. I think that... Um, the inability of knowing how to probably distribute money mm-hmm. is the root of all evil opposed to money in general mm-hmm. because we can't do like you said we live in a DMV area Fairfax Virginia one of the richest counties ever um we need money Hello? <laughs> every single day of the week but if you don't know how to probably distribute if you don't know how to save if you don't save money, money will not save you. Hello. You know what I mean? So Ooh, all I those like things. That. Yes. Save it. Save it. Put people on the back. Yes. <laughs> if you do not save money, money will not save I you. I like that. And if you're not taking at least five, ten percent of your salary, putting it to the side and saying, I am not gonna touch this, or putting it into a resource that you can't grab whenever you want to. I mean, all of that's subconscious. And at, and at the end of the day, you know, it is our habits. Um, everywhere we're going to see, you know, money being plastered everywhere, you know, spending it on this, spin, spin, spin. You can't walk outside of your door without some advertisement somewhere to put money into, hmm. right? So if you can't, you know, control your mind and make sure that you have some type of discipline with yourself, I mean, listen, money is, that's just a piece of paper. That's a tree. <laughs> it's what we do with it where the issues become. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, it says that I'm broke. 
<laughs> That's it? That's it. <laughs> they say broke is a mindset. Absolutely. Your financial situation is shaped by how you think about money. Yes. Which is influences how you manage your money. Agreed. Guess what? If you keep crying you're broke, you're going to remain broke. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is reinforcing the limiting belief in the universe and your actions aren't going to line up with what you need ahead. So this is why people think I'm rich. It's because <laughs> I act like I am, but I'm poor, people. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't you're have rich. it. <laughs> I love it. Can you repeat the first part that you said? Yes. It's very important. Broke is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Your financial situation is shaped by how you think about money, which is a which influences how you manage money. I agree. And I will say this, that um, broke is definitely a mindset. When I didn't have financial means, um, and, and let's let's not get it twisted. You know, I'm sitting here, everybody that sees me on Facebook Live, you know, I'm chilling, no makeup, you know, just regular T-shirt. But it's just about, you know, how you think about it and your value of it. I would tell myself, even when I was living in the projects of North New Jersey, you know, I didn't consider myself broke. I didn't consider my family, you know, uh, of impoverished. I just thought that we were in a character building position. Okay. If you tell yourself that you're broke, you will always be broke. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to tell yourself I'm in a character building position because not having resources does build character at the end of the day. And um, as far as what you call yourself, I just looked up really quickly. Um, Proverbs 18:21: death and life are in the power of the tongue. And if you call yourself broke, you know, you're subconsciously telling yourself where you want to be and that you don't want to rise above this situation. So you have to tell yourself again, it's just about, you know, the decision to change your mindset and then you'll change everything. I mean, the money will be the last thing that changes, to be honest. When you say that this is who I am and I'm not going to live in this position anymore, um, okay. everything, the universe will conspire to um, yeah, to make all your dreams come true. And the interesting thing about that is, I think um, I have a problem with accepting money. Mm. I don't think it's because, I, I definitely don't think it's the root of all evil, honey, because I need oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I just feel like sometimes that the I get stuff back. Mm. I don't there's a lot of things I could be charging people for mm. um, for people that know me they know I do a lot right right um but I don't and I don't because I just always feel like I'm gonna get it back tenfold Absolutely. and I don't really feel like me charging you up front is going to increase my life or it's gonna add value to me up front mm-hmm. right um, because one thing that I always tell people and, and I always try to reiterate with my daughter, right. you would never be able to, to add up how much money I spent on you, mm. but you can always monetize how much time I spent with you. Right. When you think about memories, you don't be like, oh, my mom took me to, well, my mom spent $1,200 <laughs> at TJ Maxx or wherever you shop. Right. Um, on me for school, but you're going to say, you know what? Me and my mom always went shopping for school. Right, right. It's not the money that's the memory. Mm-hmm. The The money creates memories, right? Right. Or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's that's not what the memory is. The memory is always what happened. Yeah. So for me, I I do volunteer a lot of my time, and it, it is irritating at times, you know, not to be... I guess value mm. in a sense, you know, when you're doing something for people. But at the end of the day, the creator always makes sure I'm straight. That's real. Um, I'm spoiled in my own way. I don't rock designer clothes mm-hmm. and I, I don't have bundles. 
Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm just blessed in so many other ways that the 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 quant the the quantity of it mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't measure to me offering you my time or right. me suggesting that I do this for you because I'm a giver. That's I'm just going to naturally be like, oh, let me let me do 20 things for you. You need right. a flyer. You right. need you need a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. What you need. Mm-hmm. So I think um, the universe and just being able to bottle down on the meat of it is how you get far. I think that you said something so important. I think time is the most beautiful thing that we have in this universe. Hmm. And that's the only thing we can't get back. You know what I mean? There is no we rewind button on life. And once we realize that, you know, the time and energy that we put into other people, you know, the universe is going to give it back to us regardless. You know what I mean? The money, again, like I said, I don't really, I don't put as much emphasis on it because I know the money didn't make me and it, it's not going to break me. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we know that, you know, money is not driving for us, you know what I mean? It's not our stability. It's not who we are. It's not what we wear. Like you said, I mean, when I was, and I could pull up a picture right now when I was wearing hand-me-downs, everything, my character and my spirit was the highest mm-hmm. because I didn't put my value of myself in money. And we really need to stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not about what the next person has. You know, in high school, we see a lot of people, you know, the kids, it's not dressing as fly. They kind of get pushed to the side and those are the outcasts. They blow up in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know, you can just look at that statistically. You know, we're putting our value into the wrong things. Yeah. I just think overall. And and yeah, money is just, yeah, that's a resource, like you said, to get you, it's a vehicle to get us somewhere else. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the destination. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I think it's just rechanging. And if you think about it, too, with all of the people that have all of this money and they still commit suicide Come on. and Come on. depressed. Yes. So, Yes, you need to pay your bills. Yes, you should have something stacked up for a rainy day. Yes, vacation. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about investing Mm -hmm. and how to make your money make sense for you. Because that's important, (laughs) right? Um, Another thing that is a myth that's keeping us broke is believing that we can afford everything. Mm. Um, You say you can afford that pair of shoes and then turn around and realize that you didn't even have enough money for gas this morning after you just said you could buy those shoes. You can't just look at your checking account balance in the moment and think everything is all good. Trust me, we've all been there. There is a time where you have to be clear, where you have to have a clear cut budget in hand Mm -hmm. to know what you can spend and what you can't spend. So basically spending over your means. I've never been that person. I'll do a quick. I have. I'll do a quick share and I'll let you go Mm -hmm. um, to share your point. Okay. I get anxiety Mm -hmm. when my bank account is like at a certain number. I literally freak out. I even called my sister one time. I was like, girl, I just don't feel good. For those that don't know, I'm probably a little dramatic. I was supposed to go to Duke Ellington um, (laughs) before my mom passed, but that's where I was going. Uh, But anyway, um, so I really feel like I just want to scratch and I'm in hives. My bank account has to be a certain amount mm-hmm. because if it doesn't for me, that's a trigger right. for homelessness. Yeah, That's a trigger for not being able to do what it is I want to do. And coming from transitional housing and being yeah. in shelters before, yeah. I don't ever want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm never one. If I don't have it, I just don't have it. Right. And if I if I don't feel like I need to create a way to get it, mm-hmm. then I just won't. Then I just won't. But I've always been a person to 
just live under my means, which is why I do a lot of my stuff. I do my own hair. I make my own clothes. Same. You know, I'm cooking my own food. Mm-hmm. Like, I just make sure that I'm always straight. So, do you have any feedback on, on just living Absolutely. above your means? So, three points I'm going to bring up, right? As you were saying, it was just coming to me back to back to back. And I was reading this the other day. Um, I'm a big Jay-Z fan. I know it's Love a lot him. going on right now Love in the him. media, but he, regardless of how you feel about him, he drops gems. Uh-huh. Um, and when he said, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Hello. Sit down and, like, just, just muster on that. You know, let that, uh, whoo, whoo. I had to write that down and put that over my um, two things that I always do, guys. I put my financial goals on the back of my door before I walk out. And I like to see that because I always like that um, that internal, like I'm, I'm convincing myself where I need to be and what I need to constantly think about mm-hmm. and keep in mind what's important. And I was even going to put that on my wallet, guys. <laughs> if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. It's serious. It's just like, let's not go out here and have all of this frivolous spending all the time. Like, wh- what is the main goal? You know what I mean? My main goal right now is the second point, you know, seven streams of income. The Bible said it. I mean, people are constantly reiterating, why don't we have it? You know, the nine to five, nothing is wrong with that lifestyle. Me personally, I love the entrepreneurial uh, foundation I've set for myself. But at the end of the day, I can't just get lost in the belief that, okay, if I'm out here making money and I'm I'm using my financial resources right now to grow, I need to make sure I always have my hands in different pots. You know, if you have a retirement plan, we're going to get into this later. Don't just rely on one way to get it. You know what I mean? Make sure that you constantly know every other way or a different means out there so that you can save and have yourself set. Hmm. If we have seven streams of income, there's no way that you're going to lose. And it doesn't have to mean that you're working seven different jobs. It just means that you have seven passive ways of creating an income or retirement plan for yourself. And we we forget that. You know what I mean? Or some people are never taught that. It's very, very important. You know, you got to have every part of yourself. Life happens every day. Every day. You know, <laughs> every single day. So and we need that my, foundation. That's always my thing about it is you have part. to save <laughs> yes. your money. Yes. Go ahead. And the last thing I'm going to say just is really, really big. I'm... My goal, my personal personal overall goal, this is so real. Um, another financial advisor that I met about a year and a half ago said this to me, and I always keep it deep in my heart. She said, you need to build yourself up so high that you're living off the, in- the interest of your money, not the principal. Woo! Yes. Okay? Live off of the interest, not the principal. That should be our goal. But we don't even know what interest is. We don't know what compound interest is. And let's just say that living in Washington, D.C. and or Maryland and Virginia, because yes. at this point we're kind of all one thing. Mm-hmm. There are free events all the time. Yes. You can go to movie premieres. Mm-hmm. You can do so many different things that does not have you going broke. Yes. The only really thing, the only big thing you got to do is food. And if you walk around Whole Foods enough times, get some, um, <laughs> I did this before, honey, I know. If you walk around Whole Foods a couple of times, you can get enough food to just, just to be okay too. Yes. But um, we just live in a, in a beautiful community where we have the option to just try new things. Mm-hmm. All the time. Every day of the week. All the time. And you never know what it is that you may or may not like until you try it. So, yes, we're telling you to save money. And we're going to tell you why uh, after this break, mm-hmm. why it's important for you to save the money. Yes. But outside of that, you can still turn up and have a good time for no money. And I think that's what we have to get into, right? So you saving money should not mean you're not having fun. Right. 
Because, again, life is not promised to us. You could get hit by a bus in three seconds. You don't know. Facts. So you should enjoy life and have a good time. But at the same means, if you are living to 70, mm-hmm. you don't, it's, we're over 2020. Don't call your friends asking them for $20. Yes. Yes. We're, we're here to set you up to get you to the point where you don't have to do that. It's, it's September. Facts. So 2020, it ain't no borrowing money. Yeah. It's so many ways how you said that you can make money. Yeah. All of these apps, you got Fiverr, you got Uber, you got Lyft, you got Postmates. You could do TaskRabbit. It's many different ways where you don't have to ask your friends for $20 no Mm -hmm. more. It's 2020. Mm -hmm. We're we're coming in strong in 2020. Agreed. And and these are going to be ways that we're setting people up for that. And you know what? And I'll just add this on because, you know what, everybody's everybody's journey is completely different. You know, I'll be a hundred percent, you know, I've been a person to borrow and make sure I give it back. And, and, and I had to sit down and take a hold of myself and say, no, I need to get X, Y, and Z together. You know, my college years were extremely rough and there were plenty of people who came in to assist me, but I always tell people, listen, if you're going to borrow money, number one, pay back, Pay it back with interest. Mm-hmm. Do something that they didn't even ask for. You know what I mean? Show people that you appreciate them while you're building yourself up. But at the end of the day, I completely agree. You know, we're all adults. 2020, let's, you know, yeah, let's up the ante. Let's do it. Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Like, really. And, you know, and this is why I don't set resolutions. Like, I'd rather do my vision board. Mm. And I also, I'm, I'm actually going to be doing mine today because I'm a little behind on, you my, know what? on my second quarter. I got somebody for you. A yeah. friend that's doing like a vision board, like a virtual thing that's really, really dope. Oh, yes. virtual one. Be mm-hmm. cute. Yes. Um, But instead of waiting until January to set these resolutions, mm-hmm. as you, I know you say this often, set the foundation. Yes. So you got to have the foundation above time. And Yes, if you do fall on hard times, okay, you yeah. may you may need it, but guess what? If you were saving it, you Facts. you get it from yourself That's and, right. and not from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like we just need to do better and you got to be open to help, mm-hmm. open to listening to people that can help you. Right. Um and show you how to get this done because we just need to come in strong like mm-hmm. We're get so mentors. powerful, yeah. so powerful as a as a culture, and we just got to get it together. And we need to, one thing I love is that I used to be a person who believed that I could do it all just by myself. You know what I mean? The strength of God was just enough. And not saying that he is not enough, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, he didn't put me in this world on my own. <laughs> right. So we need to make sure that we work as a community. That's one thing generally that we don't do. And I know you guys know what I mean by we. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to work as a community. We need to make sure that our foundation is set because it's not so much I just need to take care of my household and what happens over there happens. No, 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 no. If you find something else that's completely useful for your neighbor, why not? You know what I mean? Spread the news. Let's take care of other people's households. And especially even somebody that you've run into. Yes. My daughter hated it because I could be in Walmart for two <laughs> hours because somebody could ask me one question and then I just get diarrhea at the mouth where <laughs> I just want to tell you everything that I know right. and figure out like how I can help you. She does not like going shopping with me. And I'm not even playing. I promise you. She's like, I no, I don't want to go. You're you a can, giver. You can go here by yourself. <laughs> but it's just ways that we can just have a good time. You got Groupon, Living Social. Oh, yeah. All of these other places where you can still have fun. Yes. yes. But if you don't have three months worth of your mm-hmm. expenses in your bank account, listen, you got to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, and I, I say six months, mm-hmm. to be honest. Six you know months what I mean? is really good. 
I'm, and that's what six I'm pushing for. Special. I'm pushing for that six <laughs> month period. Six months is special. Because let's be real, beginning of this year, you know, from December until what, almost February, that furlough hit everybody. Yeah. And just because it's September now and, you know, the checks are coming oh, they in. just getting back. Okay. And the foundation feels pretty cool. Let's not forget where you were or where the world was. Like all over the news, the media, like that's all we were talking about. Yeah. You know, so now all it took was a couple of months for people not even talking about it anymore. No. They act like it didn't even happen this no. year. No. But we have to be real with ourselves. Right. You know, look at where you were. And money is a funny conversation that we don't ever want to talk about yeah. it. But yeah, same. You know, we yeah. just got to get it together. Yeah. Last but not least, mm-hmm. I need to make more money and then I'll be able to be better with my finances. Ooh. It says if you can't, <laughs> if you can't manage mm-hmm. the little money mm-hmm. that you have now, what makes you think you're going to be able to manage more money? Yeah. Every time I get in my car, I always, and I hit a speed bump or I accidentally hit a pole behind me. Mm-hmm. I don't have dents in my car yet, but it's coming. <laughs> I always say, this is why the creator ain't give me a Tesla. Mm. I can't even, okay, I'm running over speed bumps. <laughs> you think he's going to bless me with a Tesla mm. and I'm not moving over for these speed bumps mm. in my Malibu? Mm. Like, let's let's be real, let's y'all. Let's be real. Something that small. That's re- Something that's, that's near and dear to my heart, my Tesla. <laughs> As you know. You got to think small, though, because those that creates the avalanche of things. You know what I mean? A snowball created the avalanche. <laughs> like, like, let's yes. be real. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's the small things, and I, I completely agree with that. We have to keep that in mind. I'm going to let you finish real quick. No, though, I'm done. You- <laughs> I'm done. Uh-uh. I was just still, I'm still laughing at myself. I'm done. What we were talking about earlier, and I think I mentioned it, was that um, it's not how much you bring in. It's what you keep after taxes. Let's keep it real. Because someone can be making six figures, 150, it doesn't matter, $200,000. But if you don't understand the tax system and you get hit, and by no means, let's put that out there, I'm not a CPA, but I have to use it and utilize and understand the foundation of taxes just to do work in my business, to do retirement, income, life insurance, all of that. So at the end of the day, if you don't understand, you know, how taxes work and when it's going to tax on your income, that's going to be your foundation of knowing how much you're bringing home. And that's going to determine your wealth at the end of the day. Hmm. So <laughs> you and you have to know every aspect of money. You have to. So it's not again, you can make a million dollars. But if you don't know the tax laws and you get cut, cut, cut <laughs> and you might come home with one hundred and fifty or something. I mean, you, you're and not you understanding. Will. Exactly. You need to know what Congress has put in place. You need to know how this is working. Come on. And you got look at your page stuff. You know what I mean? Where is the majority of your you know income coming out of federal state? Understand how why, why not take take some time off of social media, you know what I mean, or take some time off of whatever you do on a leisure basis and go and read. Hmm, let's find out more about federal and state taxes. You know what I mean? Hmm, let's figure out what Social Security is doing right now and if it's going to be running out by 2035, which is a fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hmm, let's let's download an app about the Economist. You know, let's turn off Netflix for a little minute, not shut it off, not coming for Netflix, but <laughs> let's make sure that we are well rounded. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, none of these other programs or social media, they're not paying your bills and they're not preparing you for retirement. Hmm. Let's be real. (laughs) And we already know that. Come on. We already know that. When we come back, we're going to talk about financial literacy (laughs) from a standpoint of the whole. Yes. You're going to have to come back so we get in the meat and grits (laughs) because I always tell people financial literacy and mental health 
Yeah. That's oh not a one God. show type of deal. Yeah. It's not a it's not a one show type of deal. You guys got to call in the number 703-560-8255. Let us know what you think about these tips. Are you or have you been or do you know someone that says these things all the time and are in these exact situations? We have five myths that are keeping you broke, sis. Okay, that's the article. <laughs> Google the article, but that's what it's called. Five myths that are keeping you broke. Number one, money is the root of all evil. Number two, constantly saying that you're broke. Number three, believing that you can afford things that you cannot. What Jay say? The quote from Jay. If you can't Jay, buy it twice, you don't even need to touch it. Come on now. <laughs> number four, um, treating yourself. You deserve to treat yourself. Keep it a buck. If you're going to treat yourself, mm-hmm. invest in yourself. All right, now. We're going to talk about investing in yourself. Last but not least, I need to make more money and I'll be better with my finances. Just use the Malibu and the Tesla as your example, okay? <laughs> All of the speed bumps that I have hit, okay? He ain't going to give me a Tesla until I start moving around those speed <laughs> mm-hmm. bumps mm-hmm. and not, you know, backing in the little poles. Right. That's behind my car. It's something that simple. Do I deserve the Tesla? That's real. Probably not. But we're going to be back right after this because (laughs) I'm about to get some information from the female Moses on how to get my money up (laughs) so I can get my Tesla. Okay. We'll be right back right after this. The number is 703-560-8255. Again, the number is 703-560-8255. And we're going to play a little bit of natural woman. Her dreads are real. Mine are are not, (laughs) but I'm still natural. We'll be back right after this. Love it. Love it. Bleaching cream, ah, cause if them squeaky clean, yeah, yeah. Whether you're not here, you're here, you're top. You're not put on a fast, so you tell them to hear that top, yeah, yeah. Cause you're not wear that stuff. Kabaka pyramid, I bless enough. Natural woman, you are a sight to be old. Beautiful in a whatever color skin you got. You know, if you bleach out everything you got, and be everything you're not. Natural woman, you are a sight to be old. Glorious in a day here where you're born with You know if you cream that now put on with Once again <laughs> Cause when you step in on the street you stand out Natural beauty where you teach me about yeah, yeah. It's a funny if you see black people bleach And the white people them on the beach at a note yeah, yeah. We're living in this mix up world But you are keep it focused cause your kids come first You are teach them about self worth Beauty is within you want to love yourself first Natural woman you are a sight to be old Beautiful in a whatever color skin you got You know if you bleach out everything you got And be everything you're not Natural woman you are a sight to be old Glorious in a day here where you're born with You know if you cream that now put on wig Listen me now, you are a natural beauty No matter who you are Could a brown, could a white, could a black or done at all Beauty from you know who you are Nobody do nothing too bizarre Natural beauty Nothing no need for change No silicone, now go get you in my range Yeah, yeah <laughs> Me said them things they kind of strange We have to take it to a higher plane Cause if you follow them You are gonna lose your soul now make them make you lose control Know yourself, control yourself Cause all the folly them I do I make room I melt I see them creaming and bleaching I'm screaming and teaching the people The reasons for keep it real 
But who can hear them have a feel? Truth was the fire I reveal. Send natural woman, you are a sight to the whole. Beautiful in a whatever color skin you got. You know, if you bleach out everything you got, and be everything you're not. Natural woman, you are a sight to be whole. Glorious in the year where you're born with. You know, if you cream that now put on with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, this is Angela Gale from Black T-Shirt Campaign, and you're tuned in to Consider This. Psst. Did you tell a friend that Consider This Radio is on? If not, tell them now. Covering today's hottest topics. Keeping me up to date. <laughs> I love it. We're misunderstood on Consider This Radio. Hey guys, we are back. Welcome to Consider This Radio, only on WEBR Radio Fairfax, celebrating three years. Yes. Thank you to the caller that called earlier. I yes. forgot that I even put it up. But thank you guys for tuning in, sharing the post, liking the post, or even coming on the show. Like, I'm going to do a montage. Probably when I'm cooking dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I have a report that's due, but... um, I love it. Yeah, you know I'm a multitask. Get yes. it together. yes. But right now, we need to talk about financial freedom. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep it generic. Yes. Um, Because you're going to have to come back. Even if you don't want to come back, I'm going to act like we're going to do lunch. And I'm going to bring you here so you Girl. can come back. But we got to do a part two. Yes. Um. So what I'm going to do is let you take the lead. Okay. On how you want to navigate it. Mm. And then I can go into the questions after. Okay. Because I was going to ask particular questions, but I don't know if that's going to take us in the wrong direction. Go for so it. So I want you to be okay. like, what areas should we tackle mm. now? I think okay. that'll be the better part. And then can definitely get into the questions, of course, because I always have questions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so how do you want to start? What do you want to start off with first? Okay. Like what would be a good, generic, easy to follow subject first? I think just generally. Lord. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it going. I didn't even uh, touch it that time. <laughs> 
One thing about me is that I look at my community and see what we're doing and what we're not doing and what we need. Uh, one word that I feel that we speak and we say we want to do, everyone says, a lot of people in my generation, uh, oh, I want to retire by 40. I don't want to work forever. I want to retire by 50. I want to be done with this by a certain age. You know, I want to go on my yacht and do a cruise and all these other things. And it sounds good, but how do we actually get there? So the one word that I would use generally is retirement. I wouldn't even use savings necessarily, just, just retirement. We can stick there and then build from there. Okay. So when we speak about retirement, for me, um, I have a long generation of understanding what that word is. My grandmother worked almost until, you know, her death, being honest. Uh, my mother passed away at 55, not even into the retirement years. And by the time my father, you know, reached his retirement years, he was uh, physically disabled. So now I'm looking at three generations, basically almost uh, three examples of three people who I've loved dearly who did not take retirement as a serious goal. So now when I speak to other people, I let them know first and foremost, you know, anything that I advise or anything that we talk about, it's with the same respect and regard that I wish I was telling my mother and that someone had explained to her or my grandmother years ago. And retirement is something that too many people are not seeing. We're literally working until our 70s and 80s. It's like, why is that so? Because we're not starting early enough, we're not talking about the different plans that are out there, and we're not distinguishing between pre-tax, post-tax, post-tax, excuse me, we're not saving enough or we're putting too much in and not understanding how taxes are eating that up. So um, yeah, I would say just generally retirement, saying that one day I, I don't want to have to work for someone else to rely on my own personal finances for my later years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to be completely prepared. And then medical costs, all those different things come into effect as well. You know, am I ready to say, you know what? I don't have to work for someone else, what I have is enough. Even if I do something part-time, it's going to push me over. You know, not just trying to get over that little hump, but actually being stable. You know, there's a difference between rowing your boat and just riding a wave. Hmm. So how do we get there? Hmm. And that's always, um, that's always important. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I think people miss out on is the planning. Mm-hmm. People don't necessarily feel like you have to plan, mm. and that's important. Mm -hmm. What do you think is a good age in order to start retiring? Um, start retire a retirement fund as early as you look. As soon as you enter this world, two, three, have your parents start something for you. And the thing is, is that I think the first misconception is that people think it has to be extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like my whole check needs to go straight into retirement. And that's not necessarily true. You know, I think that if you start earlier, you don't have to put it this way as much. So, you know, in even, you know, I'm right now creating my own social media page and a few other things where I'm targeting millennials to say, guys, this is our time right now. We can cannot wait <laughs> we cannot rely on any employer you know mm -hmm. what I mean we can't rely on anything else but ourselves to say this is the time and if you fail to plan you're going to plan to fail it's just it is what it is <laughs> so it is what it is <laughs> so I would say the earliest the better um it's always ideal when I speak to parents now in my field to say you know what you need to start putting some money away for your children um and we're talking about as low as 15 20 dollars 
And you would be surprised how far 15 to $20 can start and create an entire retirement plan. People have been doing it for ages, but we rather be entertained online all day long or be distraction because we love our distractions than to get real with ourselves and what we really want. Mm. Um, so I think the earlier, the better. I think to not invest something that you can't maintain, that's huge. Don't do $200, $300 a month if that's not where you are. If you can start with 25, you start with 25 and then you build from there. I like to tell people and something I use for myself right now is a five year step up plan. What if every five years you invested that same amount that you feel comfortable with and in five years you increase it a bit and then keep going there. That's something comfortable. That's a great start. You know, instead of getting that big bonus at the end of the year, why not put that into a retirement plan? Hmm. You know, you didn't really need that money to do anything immediately. You know, instead of getting our taxes back and we run and try to get fly, how about putting that into a retirement plan? So we have a lot of different ways of building wealth that, you know, we just kind of skate by. You know, we can pay into all these other subscriptions. I'm not even going to get specific, (laughs) but we can pay into a monthly subscription with no problem. Imagine if you were matching that amount and putting that into a retirement plan. Let's get into some of these cell phone bills. Okay, it's extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you have a family plan or whatever the case may be, that's another thing. Consolidation. If you and 12 of your cousins, y'all all all have the same plan. Why wouldn't y'all consolidate? You're going to pay the money anyway Mm -hmm. or do it with the people who are reliable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then match that money and put that to the side. So, yes. I love that. (laughs) What would be your top three form of retirement plans Mm, okay top three forms of retirement inexpensive everyday budget okay retirement plan okay the first and foremost i would say is getting a life insurance policy i would say that because unlike some of the other plans that are out there you don't necessarily have a maximum that you can invest why do i say that because if you say okay if you can put in anywhere between a hundred to a thousand dollars right into this first life insurance plan all we're going to do is de- increase your death benefit right so it can get higher and higher and higher whereas if you try to put a thousand plus dollars in an employer plan you might be getting hit with taxes that next year because they have maximums so now the first thing is that we did was that we're investing in a plan where technically we don't have any maximums and then we know during retirement that's a tax-free retirement check okay so first is is life insurance right i can get tax-free retirement check from it if anything happens to me i'm taken care of i'm not leaving a debt to anyone else you know what I mean? So now I've secured myself. OK, now that we know the foundation. Next step, I would say, is a Roth IRA. I would go into a Roth IRA simply because a Roth IRA is going to allow you to put post-tax money into this account. Why would we want to put post-tax money in? Because when you get to retirement, you want to receive exactly what that paper says. You want to get that without any taxes being hit on you. OK, so you're playing your taxes up front. And then in retirement, now we have a tax-free retirement paycheck that we can receive. That would be definitely the second. And I would say your employer plans. A lot of companies out here, thank God for them, (laughs) they are offering retirement plans where you can get matched 5% of your retirement account. That's huge. I speak to a lot of people who know about the employer match. Unfortunately, they're only putting in maybe 1% or 2%. 
if your employer is going to give you free money, why wouldn't you maximize on that? You know, maybe you need to put down a cable or something else for a few months and get yourself stable. But that's a great opportunity to leverage yourself. Why not use the resources that are in front of you to get yourself ahead? So those would be the three. I would say a life insurance policy, a Roth IRA. And if your employer is matching your um, retirement plan, definitely do the max. No more than that. Okay. <laughs> One thing that I want to um, double back on. Yes. My freedom fighter, you, uh, <laughs> is the insurance aspect because that's how we met. So yes. it's only fair yes. to talk about that a little bit and mm-hmm. to dibble in it. And um, I also want to talk your business. Okay. Yes. Yes. You, you are a business yes. man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, why don't you give everybody an email information? How can I get in contact with you? And trust me, guys, shout out to Rich. He just um, put on <laughs> Facebook that this is all great information. And it's a lot Thank of information. You. So I'm going to have to get her out. And we're going to have to do a seminar or yes, something. So yes. she is joining a tour yes, um, yes. with Training Grounds that we're doing uh, in regards to financial literacy yes. in, in so many different aspects. And primarily the three aspects that she spoke about. Yes. Um, definitely financial. Um, life insurance, the IRA Roth, yes, and as well as even if you want to join your employer's program, those yes. are definitely the three areas of concentration mm-hmm. that she likes to concentrate on in regards to financial freedom. I know some of you are like life insurance. How does that work? Right, We're going to talk right. about that when we come back. Um, and I'm just getting my little toe in the water okay <laughs> myself but you yes. know it's a lot to it mm-hmm. so i want her to just be able to let just we could touch the surface okay let people know but until then before we take a quick break give everybody your social well your email address yes, let's do email. and how they can get <laughs> in contact with you in regards to learning more about financial freedom Incredible. Thank you so much, my love. Um, So I work with a brilliant, amazing company, First Financial Security. My email address is M as in Musu, W as in Walker. I love doing that. Yes. (laughs) C as in camp, O as in oranges, R as in retirement, P as in plan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's been practicing. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Every time somebody asks me. So that's M-W-C-O-R-P. At FF, that's Frank Frank S, FFS dot com. So this is my company, First Financial Security. You can email me with any questions that you have. Um, you know, you can do a free. I always give out free needs analysis for people because, again, you know, this financial freedom fighting is real. And we're offering our services to people completely for free just to at least do an analysis to see where you are. Uh-huh. Um, again, you know, just talking about generally, you know, life insurance, retirement, annuities, tax free. We have to know these things if we're serious about saving. So. Yeah. And just to keep in mind, guys, this is how the wealthy stays wealthy. Come on. Um, if you pay attention <laughs> to any form of disaster or, and I mean, like, I don't want to say global, but earth disasters. Global, right. So they yeah, did a study yeah. with Hurricane Katrina. And during that time, the people that were spending the most money were the people that were affected by the actual hurricane. Right. 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 So if you think about it. People of color, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people of the less, not the 1%, probably not even the, the 45 other percent, mm-hmm. okay? People that make under a certain amount of money, what do we do? We spend cash. Right. Cash is what makes the world go around, not credit, mm-hmm. which is why Asia basically owns the mm-hmm. United States because 
we have so much debt right. when it comes to credit. Right. But in a sense, the way that she's going to show you guys on how to spend money mm-hmm. is how the rich stay richer. Yes. yes. Credit. Yes. Investments. Mm-hmm. Small investments. Small investments. E- ABC investments. Yes. This is how you do it the ABC way. This is how you can invest your money by working at Target. This okay. is how you can be a mother of three and still invest your That's money right. and guarantee your family. Yes. Stability if something actually happens to you. That's right. This is what they do. We're talking nothing but facts. Just like G Easy, when we come back right after this, him and Ty Dollar Signs fine behind. We'll be right back right after this. Don't you guys go anywhere? It's facts by G Easy, and that's what she does. Give him your email one more time. That's M W C O R P at F F S dot com. And all of this information will be on social media, um, definitely for the playback, so you guys can know how to get back in contact with her, learn where she's going to, where learn where she's going to be. She's actually receiving an award coming up, the company, <laughs> yes, um, here in Fairfax, and as well as in the ATL. So we have to talk about all her amazing accomplishments as well. When we come back, don't you guys go anywhere. You still have time to tell a friend to tell a friend as well as share that link. Like, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> it costs you nothing to share. It's bad enough you ain't calling. The least you could do is share the link. Right. We got more information when we come back. So you don't want to miss it. Financial freedom for the target workers, the CNAs, and the mothers of three. Yes. When we come back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why you want to grant posting thirst traps? Remember you supported all my first raps. Before this shit was popping, let's reverse that. Love don't cost a thing, this is our facts. Missed calls from each other with no callbacks. Now you mad at sending texts in all caps. You've been on my head, baseball caps. Love don't cost a thing, this is our facts. This is our facts, it's not what I'm used to. Yeah. Won't get petty on the gram, cause that's what you do. It's not the world's business, I'm just talking to you. Thinking I don't pay enough attention to you. Had the world in my palms, I gave it to you. Fell in love and Nola like she got the voodoo. She don't wear the pants in this, remember you do. Never thought you'd do that for the club, but who knew? I mean, like, who knew? Yeah, no one saw this coming. Mean it's screwed from nothing. Where it all falls down, we should have started running. But we started something. And she said herself, if you don't give it to me, I'ma get it somewhere Why you else. want a grant, posting thirst traps? Remember, you supported all my first raps. Before this shit was popping, let's reverse that. Love don't cost a thing, this is our facts. Missed calls from each other with no callbacks. Now you mad at sending texts in all caps. You been on my head, baseball caps. Love don't cost a thing, this is all facts. This is all facts. All facts, keep it a hundred with me, baby, keep it a whole M. We done had our differences, but baby, still here. By my side, my ride or die, girl, you my best friend. I done told you shit, I probably never tell my dogs. We was chiefing backstage, MTV awards. I admit at first I didn't think we'd get this far. You said promise one thing, cut them bitches off. I took you to Dover Street and bought you Vatimon. All the jury and the money, that ain't shit to you. I know we both booked and busy, we got shit to do. We Too fast, ain't no such thing as too fast. 
Did you miss Sunday's episode? No worries. Consider this radio replays every Tuesday on iTunes and SoundCloud at 3 p.m. Check us out. Our story will unfold the greatest contributions of African-American men and women that took place on this day. And it's up next. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. The three was enough. We good. <laughs> like, I got to work on the 10. <laughs> All right, guys. We are back. I am your girl, Misunderstood. We have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful guest in the building today that is doing absolutely nothing but expanding our minds. And if you want to get expanded, you got to stay here right now. Like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing. There's nothing else you should be doing right now. Like, but taking notes. All facts. Yeah. Get a pen. That's it. Type, <laughs> text yourself. I always yes. text myself. Yes. So you and I met mm-hmm. um, randomly because somebody's yes. always giving out my number. Yes. Shout out to Steve. Yes. Uh, Steve. <laughs> Brother Steve. He was like, oh, I need you to meet this woman. She's amazing. <laughs> um, you know, she talks about all of these different things. And I'm like, cool. We missed each other a couple of times. But then when we talked, I felt like I known you for like yes. half my life. Yes. And um, we pretty much got it together. So I know you spoke before the break in regards to the three important ways on having financial freedom, life insurance, IRA, Roth, and, you know, just contributing to your 401k if your employer offers it. So the interesting question is always life insurance because I even ask you the same thing. How Mm -hmm. do you do that with life insurance? Right. So I want you to to take the mic on this and tell everyone how – they can invest in their future mm-hmm. um, if they get ill or sick, right. how this can cover them okay. in regards to using life insurance, because that would be the cheapest way to invest, right? Or is the IRA cheaper? I would say um, the life insurance would be a bit cheaper. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. the life insurance way is the way that a mom of three, the Starbucks worker, yes. and the everyday Joe mm-hmm. can still invest in themselves. So let them know how the first program can kind of work in okay. a sense. Thank you. Um, so first and foremost, you know, I think that it's very hard to speak about a concept when we've been taught that it's negative and it's only going to bring like a negative, you know, connotation and situations to you. Generally, you know, life insurance is a foundation. You have to think all the way back until, I mean, what I mean, we can go as far back as Black Wall Street, even further. You know what I mean? When that situation occurred and when the Great Depression, you know, let's be real, you know, 60 percent of banks closed, 40 percent never opened their doors again. But not one legal reserve life insurance company ever, you know, stopped running. And so during that time, people were actually able to preserve themselves and to bounce back on their feet during that time because they had Roth IRAs and insurance. And let's let's be real. You know, even when we look at a Roth IRA, the foundation of it is still like 
life insurance, life insurance, life insurance. Now, let's break it up into the two parts, because if you don't know, <laughs> there's always going to be two parts that you're either on the left or the right. You know, you either have the old life insurance or the new. You either have a whole life, you know, that's going to give you maximum 3% interest or maybe a term policy. Um, you need to make sure listeners out there, if you have a term, make sure that it's convertible so that you can have something permanent. Term insurance was created for people initially. Uh, the term is coming from terminal illnesses. Keep that in mind, term terminal illnesses, because it's only supposed to last a period, 10, 20, 30 years. Then we can get into the new type that we have out here, types that people are not talking about because we don't want to talk about finances, right? So if we speak about the new life insurance that comes out to an index universal life policy, you know, a lot of people know about variable. There's so many different uh, concepts out there, but just keep in mind what other system or resource you have that you can pay a very small amount and god forbid if anything happens you'll be getting paid a large amount you know and i don't just mean your beneficiary i mean you this is a great way to take uh control of compound interest compound interest is a great way of understanding if you have a cd or savings account know your interest rates that's another big point i didn't say that know your interest rates <laughs> know how your money is growing okay so life insurance is a great way to have interest on your money allows you to have a tax-free retirement account if anything happens to you you're able to leave money to your beneficiary i tell people it's the greatest love letter in the world because my mother only left my sister and i a ten thousand dollar love letter and that did not get us far so now you have to look at the people who you care about most you know if you have children if you have have someone else that you're taking care of if you are the financial breadwinner in the household if something happens to you god forbid what will happen to your you know your beneficiaries and the people who look up to you it's a beautiful thing for people to admire you but when you take care of them financially more than anything else how much do you think that person is going to remember you and that the the foundation that you set for them um so life insurance is just so many different components uh i think it's absolutely beautiful it is not death insurance. Please don't, you know, don't misrepresent two different concepts. Uh, life is for you. That's for your life. You can use it if you ever get sick. We have something now that's absolutely amazing and brilliant called living benefits. Living benefits means is that if anything happens to you, uh, we have a whole list of triggers if, um, you know, and we can, we do this all the time, you know, people that are listening on, if you know anyone who's ever had, you know, CKD, chronic kidney disease, mm -hmm. or cancers, or strokes, or any of these other, you know, um, potentially deadly uh, diseases or disasters, you know, do you have, do you know if they had any type of foundation that could have covered all of their medical bills? You know, that's a great way that life insurance is being used so that if you have any of those triggers, we normally look at two out of the 16 that we have uh, of daily living. Um, basically what that means is that you'll get advanced your life insurance policy. So let's give a general example. If you know someone, you know, they have a life insurance policy and if they're ever diagnosed with something in their later years, let's say they have a million dollars. That's a great way to take $100,000, $200,000 out of your benefits and use it for yourself so that you're not a... Um 
So that debt is not falling on anyone else in the household. And I know that too well. Again, I said, you know, I lost my mother when she was 55 years old. My father became physically disabled at 62 um, before Social Security was able to, you know, pay out his full, um, you know, amount. So now we have to sit down and think about, you know, it's not just about having fun right now. But we all know at the end of the day, you know, we have to make that transition in life. And for most people, if you don't make a transition or you don't... uh, transition immediately into life you know you have to go into home health care you know what I mean there's a lot of different post needs that you need in retirement and life insurance can take advantage and take care of all of these things so let's not just look at it as a concept that only goes to our beneficiary this is not for them this is for you they only get what's remaining after what you've used and what do you feel about those that feel like um, life insurance is a death trap. Ooh, let's go there. Okay. Let's, let's break it down. Right. Let's see what we, if we're not talking about life insurance, right. Let's say if we took that concept off, let's talk about just general insurance. You know, how many people have a car? Do you pay insurance or your car? Uh, do you have a house? Do you pay home insurance? If you're renting, do you pay rental insurance? Let's let's take it. I mean, do you have a cell phone? Do you think it's important that you put insurance on your cell phone? Hmm. So let's talk about all these are different assets that I mentioned. And if you thought that it was beneficial to have insurance on all these different assets or um, things, because none of them were a lively person. (laughs) So why would we put insurance on all of these, you know, innate, adamant uh, objects and not on ourselves? So the, the, the interesting thing that I like is when you said that cell phone, though. Cause come on Sprint, now. Sprint come do on now. $13 for that insurance. Come on now. Let's be, come on now. Let's bring it home. Yes. And I think Let's talk about a flight. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You're not, your you know luggage. what I mean? Let's be real. So you have no problem making those payments if you're going international, living your best life. But what about every day? You know, God forbid, you know people let's talk about car accidents and things you know just just things that happen that we never even think of you know I lost a very close girlfriend last year uh before her 30th birthday two months before Mm -hmm. you know completely unexpected she was texting me for my birthday two weeks later I go on social media and see that she's gone you know how many times that we've seen this and thank god I had I talked to her mom uh maybe two years before and they had everything covered But her mother was one of those just forward thinkers. And it's so sad that she had to leave this world tragically in that manner. But it's real. You know, think about the people that, you know, and let's let's be real. Let's compare, you know, one one Internet, you know, phenomenon right now that everybody thinks is life insurance, which is GoFundMe. GoFundMe Mm -hmm. is not life insurance. Mm -mm. That is you asking someone else for a charity for yourself. And it's like, why would you have to ask community for things that you could take care of yourself? You don't want to go out and ask the community for rent and all these other different things. Why not sit down and make it your priority to get your own household together? Right. It's real. That's just like. And this is not a social, social, a social economic uh, a split right here when we speak about uh, GoFundMe. We have people in all sectors because we get the emails about it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter where you're working or if you're a top executive. People are losing their lives with absolutely no foundation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why wouldn't you take care of yourself first so yeah it's it's i mean it's it's real and i think that when we bring it into real life terms and we kind of just bring it down to the everyday scenario i think people really understand it that way and yeah because it it hits home yeah and it just has to make sense it does you know what i'm saying people have to make it make sense it does now the interesting thing is something that i didn't know is in regards to like the 
IRA Roth basically yes. being a life insurance. Can you break that down a little bit? Absolutely. So if you're investing in a Roth IRA, right, this is a retirement account. This is strictly saying that I am putting money to the side for a number of years so that I can have full access to this money on a 10 percent basis every year to, to um, fund my own retirement. But what happens if you're investing and you're you pass away or something gets, you know, you get hurt or sick during that annuitization time period? And that's when you're investing into it. So that's not going to be a situation where we just, you know, hold all your money and say, oh, well, you paid into us and, you know, you didn't reach an age where you can receive anything. No, that's mm -hmm. all going to go to your beneficiary. Anything that you invest in and is going to go to the next person is a life insurance policy. So they have to have that component onto it because if not, who's going to receive the rest of that money? If you're in retirement, you know, let's say you're, you know, 70 plus years old and you're using your Roth IRA or your retirement account to fund you in your retirement. At the end of the day, you know, something happens and you have $200,000 left. Wouldn't you want that to go to the next your next heir and the next person in line? So it has to have that, you know, insurance concept of it because we're making sure that, you know, no matter what, either you're going to get it or the next person in line. They're going to at the end of the day, this money that's been growing on a compound interest rate yeah. is going to be received by someone so that they can live on. Now, how what do you say to the people that believe that they can't afford it? Good question. Because I know I, I'm Great signed question. up. I'm signed up yes. with you. And it's very affordable. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, once I get a hold on things, I do want to convert. Yes. Like you and I had talked about. Yes. But the thing that I like about your company mm -hmm. and you, period, is Thank that you. you kept it real. It was like, well, if this is too much, mm -hmm. I got something else. for. Actually, you called me out the blue and was like, I, I got something else for you. <laughs> um, I think, you know, to be worth your while, you send me a text or something, let me know. Yes. I just like the point of you looking out yes and yes. not just trying not giving a person one 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 quote and that's it right right right. so how can you let them know how they'll be able to afford it because i know it's it's different mm -hmm. um based on your age and your health yes. and things like that so break that down for the people that's an incredible question we always talk about you know the cost of it is it's going to be too much and i tell people first and foremost you know we do have a lot of you look online there's a lot of life insurance advertisements everywhere mm -hmm. it's pretty much subconscious at this point if you go to a doctor's office everywhere where somebody is talking about even selling a policy or getting a policy, mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not. If you're on a metro like I am, you see WEPA posted all over the place. So life insurance is constantly being subconsciously um, introduced to you, whether you think so or not. So the first thing is that I would tell people don't don't run to online and just, oh, well, I got like a life insurance quote online and this is it. Go and speak to an agent. Go and speak to an expert because an expert in this field who really cares about you and makes and wants to make sure that you have something for protection, they're going to sit down and give you three quotes. OK, they're going to make sure that what you have is affordable. And what I personally tell everyone is that this is supposed to be something that protects you, but it's not supposed to take your entire bank. We don't want it to be something that's, um, you know, completely unaffordable. If you can't afford this in one year, you can't afford it now. Uh -huh. So let's be very, very real with where we are and where our finances are. One great way that I tell people is, is to look at your annual salary. Let's look at what 5% looks like of your annual salary. Normally, most people, um, especially in between that uh, sandwich years, 30s and 40s, they try to start saving 5% of their annual salary. I normally tell people at least 7 But if we're looking at specifically a life insurance policy, I would say about... Anywhere between 2 to 5%, you can calculate that based on your annual salary, and 
it should fall somewhere between there. If you're not saving absolutely nothing, then we need to start a little on the foundation mm-hmm. and say maybe we need to clear out some things. You know, what are you spending all your money on? You know, is it food? Is it hanging out? Is it, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you should at least be able to spend, you know, $2 a day. And you have to ask yourself now, no matter what your income is, are you worth that? You know, are you worth five dollars a day? Are you worth three dollars a day? You know, what value do you put on yourself? Um, And at the end of the day, you know, I mean, it's just it's just about your priorities. You know, is this a priority for yourself? Is retirement a priority? If something happens to you, is it a priority that you don't become a, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A statistic, maybe? A statistic. Woo, woo. That was was deep. I was looking. (laughs) A statistic, absolutely. But, you know, you don't want to have any generational debt. That's a big thing. Hmm. Let's start creating generational wealth. And um, if you can start with maybe a dollar, two dollars a day. I mean, again, that's Starbucks. That's Metro. That's so many different resources. We spend that without looking. That's that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Come on now. Like, somebody can go in your pocket and steal a dollar a day. You wouldn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. Why not put that away into your own investment? So I'm going to be very clear. The The main reason mm-hmm. why I felt like this was important is because for those of you that don't know, I'm on a new contract that I love. Mm-hmm. The work is amazing. Yes. Um, shout out to Training Grounds. They shout do great work grounds. within yes. the community. But it's almost like you're surrounded by death. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the... I get the notifications all the time with something whenever EMS or really? the fire department and or the police is mm-hmm. dispatched somewhere. Mm. So it's important in this work. I never felt as though it was more important than ever. Like I had shared with you before. I've right. always had life insurance. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was just to me. It was like, OK, the job is doing it. They're giving you a hundred thousand or whatever right and all i gotta do is give him three dollars okay right (laughs) but now with me being in this line of work and on this contract and surrounded by i've never had the sense of urgency before to educate people Mm -hmm. on life insurance before i've never had this sense of urgency about it before Mm -hmm. um being with families when they can't bury their loved ones, yeah. they're calling you in the middle of the night trying yes. to figure out how they're yes. going to get the rest of their money. Mm-hmm. This is a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. for me. I know I don't share my personal life too often on air, but it, it this is my it's life real. right now. It's real. And it's everybody's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather they speak about it or not. And we've all been through tragedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's a, you know what it is? It was a trigger that pushed you into the right direction. Right. Because I think when you go through any type of trauma, or anything that's just like, Oh my God! You know what I mean? Like you, either you're gonna go on autopilot or you're gonna thrive. You know what I mean? You're you're gonna pick yourself up or you're gonna sink. Mm-hmm. So I thank God that the even these situations that might have been tragic at one point, and I know that you're still in it, but it's driving you instead of you know uh, um, reducing you. Right. You know what I mean? Where right. you don't even want to speak about it at all. Yeah, because it's terrible to tell someone, "Nope, I can't help you." Right. I don't. Ha- we don't. We, you know, this is the money that we're going to be able to give you the burial. That's a terrible feeling. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel so kind of way. Yeah. Um. And so we just gotta get better. I do want to invite you back though, because one, I we need to talk more about that aspect. Like yes. that needs to be the show. Yes. And then secondly, they also need to know how someone else that may be in my line, especially mm-hmm. people that deal with the missing people, how can they be a part of 
gathering people because yes. you have people that are in these environments, like I said, on a day-to-day basis uh-huh. that, that are in contact with people all the time. Right. How can they get the insurance? Mm. So I do want to do a follow-up with that right. in regards to the importance of it. Mm-hmm. And I would even like to challenge both of us maybe to find someone that was actually a beneficiary yes. of life insurance. Mm-hmm. And that is another way to create financial wealth or generational yes. wealth because if I die and I leave you 250000 I right. may not even have made two hundred and fifty while I was alive. Mm-hmm. But now I done left you this money. Now what? Now you can Now go to what college. do you do with this money? Now you eat. Now you create a business. Yep. Now you have a foundation. You know what I mean? And it's, it's so sad because when a tragedy and a death occurs, the last thing that we should be thinking about is finances. Mm. Let's keep it a hundred. You know what I mean? You're going through so much grief, the family situations. And trust me, I know. <laughs> and I can only think back in my, my drive and my motivation is thinking about, I can only think about my personal experience. You know what I mean? And it was, it was hard. It, it was just, it was life threatening. I could have stopped. You know what I mean? Everything that I had going on, all of my dreams and aspirations, when I lost that foundation and my best friend, my mother, Everything could have stopped. So, you know, you have to you have to just look at, you know, what this life is and what it can be and how fast it can be snatched away from you. Mm. And because I've seen that for myself to say, oh, my God, this is real. You know what I mean? Like nothing is promised. Nothing is said. She she was here on the 12th and going on the 13th. Like this stuff is is it's crazy. You know what I mean? But the only thing that I can do, because I, I have no control over what was going on, you know, the same way another seven year old won't have any other control or a high school or a person in college or a retiree, whatever the case may be. But what we do have control of is being proactive instead of reactive. Hmm. Because again, the last thing that we want to think about is the finances that we don't have. Okay. And and we already know, you know, people have family beefs and all this stuff. Imagine when you got to ask them to come up with $10,000 or ask community community that you don't even know for $10,000. And when you lose someone so close to you, you would love to memorialize them. You want that to be a, a, a home going. You know what I mean? At this point, it's it's just we're throwing something together and shipping people out, you know, no matter how great their lives was. And so it's, it's just I think that death should be a very respectful passage it should be a beautiful transition but we're getting so caught up in the money aspect of it and you know just just the emotions of everything we can't even look past and say you know what I'm happy that this person is no longer suffering Mm. now it's all about how do we even get them in a box like we can't reduce that we can't reduce this experience anymore and I I can go on and on about the grief that takes place afterwards I'm actually in a grief program right now every Thursday you know it's bible based incredible I'll give that plug at the end Mm -hmm. But um, we just need to know how do we regain our strength. And and the one way is just to be proactive all the time. And how do you release the pain? Because oftentimes we say, I know I have, especially mm-hmm. with my dad passing. Yes. I said, oh, I forgave him. I, forgave. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It probably took me another 12 years right. to actually forgive him. Right. You know, like really forgive him and release myself from the BS that I was holding on, mm-hmm. carrying into relationships. Yes. Because of him. I have a personal thought. Um, when it comes to death, especially, I think, specifically of a parent, uh, someone that's really, really close to you. And this started three and a half, maybe four years ago now. Um, 
I reached a point where I knew that grief was succumbing me. Hmm. I was no longer in control of myself and in control of the grief that was taking place around me. Hmm. When my mother passed away, again, um, I was her power of attorney. I had to sign do not resuscitate for her. I had to plan a funeral. I was 21 and I tried to push myself in school and let that be my vice as long as I could. And I personally believe that grief is the foundation of a lot of vices that we go into hmm. because we've all lost someone that was extremely close to us. And it doesn't have to be a person. It can be a pet. It can be a job. It can be so many different things. But because we don't talk about how to deal with loss, we just go from loss to loss and grief to grief. And now we've created vices for ourselves that we don't even know how to get out of. So I also want to always speak about the foundation and the importance of going to counseling and realizing when enough is enough. For me, it was grief. Um, and that's what brought me into the finances and the life insurance and the Roth IRAs and all of this good stuff, um, because I was looking for grief counseling <laughs> for myself. Um, I learned so much about myself in grief more than I've done in any other institution. 13 weeks of me sitting down two hours out of the week to say I've lost this person. I miss this person. I'm upset because of these things. This and, and then if now for me, I mean, I'm a believer and the grief counseling that I go to is Bible based. But there are a lot of other counseling free resources. But by, by the way, I don't know if I said that the grief counseling that I go to, it's a griefshare.org. This is a free program mm. all over the United States. Guys, you can go to griefshare.org. Put in your zip code and they will show you the top 10 closest grief counseling resources within a 5 to 25 mile radius. That's incredible. This is free. Okay. <laughs> the clubs aren't free, but the grief counseling is. <laughs> let's, let's, let's just make a quick comparison. Give That's all that I'm saying. Again. Griefshare.org. I'm actually, uh, last week was the first week of my 13 week uh, program and I'm really excited. Oh, cool. Yes, yes. You can come with me anytime you want I to. Might, I Northwest. should. I you should. What day is it It's on Thursday, 630 to 830. Let's go. It, it, I'm telling you. Are you going this Thursday? Absolutely. No, and I've brought friends with me to come with me and they absolutely love it because oh. it's non-judgmental. It's, What's this? Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's <laughs> I'm just going to keep, keep plugging go it ahead. in. <laughs> it's extremely um, um, unjudgmental. No judgment there. People are coming from all races. We sit down for two hours and we speak about, we, we watch a video that, that, okay, let me back up. Sorry, guys. I'm so excited. Grief Share was started by a couple. They lost their son. Mm. Um, they created this program for other people who didn't even know that they were grieving or going through something called prolonged grief. Prolonged grief is real. It, uh, you're <laughs> looking at it. Okay. It's real. Because how do we process these emotions? And I, th I personally believe that grief is one of the undeserved emotions that we have. We don't speak about it. A person dies, we pat them on the shoulder and say, you know what? You got to get over it. Oh, what, what's all the classes that they say? Um, oh, they're smiling down on you. Oh, you're this, you're that. What about my emotions that, that we're going through? We don't even get into secondary grief. Mm -mm. I can speak for me personally. You know, my mom and I, we used to love cooking for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. That was our thing, right? For three years after she passed, I could not even go to Thanksgiving dinner. I wouldn't even touch a pie. I, it just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't until I went to grief counseling and they started talking talking about secondary grief and I said oh my god that's me you know what I mean that's we my relationship with Thanksgiving back, it's real it's real and I'm telling people it has been an incredible resource I think that's the one resource in my life that has shaped me the most and has forced me to become the woman that I'm becoming 
it put me back on track. It taught me that I don't need to have the foundation in other people, but in God. And to know that where I'm going in life, it's not because of the losses of the gains. Hmm. And at the end of the day, my mother, who I love, and I'm going to shout her out, Michelle Walker. Okay. My absolute love foundation. Um, I was one of those people who thought, you know, I could never lose my mom. I could never lose a parent. Just couldn't do it. I, I would just blow a fuse. But thankfully for Grief Share and what it's done for me, now my new, you know, I guess, uh, remembrance of her, you know, it's not so much of what she left to me, but what she left in me. So I'm creating a path for myself based on everything that she's taught me. And now I have a spiritual foundation, not just a financial that's one. That's so cute. Because that's, that's real. <laughs> that's real. And I actually have. That's real. I shared this before, before we get out of here, but I mm-hmm. actually had my mom's journals. Really? Wow. From like 1979 wow. to the year before she passed. Wow. It's hard to get through. Yes. But it's very interesting to realize how much we are alike yeah, wow. without me having that. Um... So my mom passed when I was 12. Mm. So I didn't have the teenage time. and right. I didn't have any of that. Right. But right. it's just crazy with reading the ones that I read, mm-hmm. how much we are alike. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want wow. to journal for my, my daughter would not yes. even touch him. She don't even mm. want to touch him because she passed away, right? Right, right. But I'm like, that's really dope to still have. Absolutely. And me and my sister share back and forth. My sister gave him to me because she had him for the longest. Mm-hmm. And she gave him to me and I still have him with me. Right. But it's just a beautiful thing just to be able to imagine yes. her saying certain stuff and I'm like that is me all day yes. like it's crazy oh my just god to be I able to have it. it but um I definitely want to thank you so much thank for coming you, out please oh give your your email again yes so they can get in contact with you yes it's m walk oh no sorry m w c o r p at f f s dot com you got to sound it out <laughs> the f is for <laughs> I'll do it the too. The M is for. You already go yeah, for it. Yeah, what's your Oh gosh. <laughs> the M, uh, M is in magic. Look, I yes, have to go there. Yes, yes. <laughs> w as in Walker, C as in Cat, O as in Oranges, R as in Retirement, P as in Plan, at frankfranksam.com. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have been such a blessing. I know. I had so much fun. Yes, this was incredible. Thank you guys um, for tuning in. It, the three-year anniversary is Tuesday, Woo. but we were still celebrating a little bit today on the show yes <laughs> um thank you again for all your likes shares and comments mm-hmm. it is truly appreciated couldn't do this without you and give me like three more at least three more five more 20 more a thousand more but we'll be back <laughs> as usual guys do something for someone else yes. outside of yourself this week mm-hmm. i am your girl misunderstood and you know i'd rather be misunderstood than basic see you guys next sunday oh battle of the sexes it might be my last sunday because that show's gonna be off the chain <laughs> we'll be back Someday soon, going with him. Someday soon, and when he comes to call my pine, got a good word to say. Guess it's cause he's just as wild in the younger days. So close.
and welcome to the Random Hours. Morning, Lee Odd Dog, aka DJ Desert, here to bring you another week of randomness. As I speak, I'm literally on the road. I'm here with um, Mr. Mike Scala, aka Paisan. Um, wow, you went from very formal to pretty <laughs> informal. Yes, this is actually take three because apparently we're we're literally on the road traveling down south. And um, you want to talk about randomness? I'm behind the wheel of a moving vehicle. This guy puts a cordless microphone in my hand. And being the attorney, I'm thinking, is there a law against carpool karaoke in North Carolina? I don't know. <laughs> Cops going to see me with a microphone in my hand. I mean, that's not an everyday.